0: Hello, and welcome to our pricing podcast, Pricing Interviews with the Experts. I am Lisa Fisher, Senior Director of Marketing, Communications, and Key Accounts with the Professional Pricing Society. Today, we feature one of our very favorites and special guests and member of the PPS Board of Advisors, Lydia DiLiello, CEO and founder of Capital Pricing Consultants, LLC. Our topic of discussion for today is CPQ, Configure Price Quote. Hey, Lydia, and thank you for joining us today, and we are always happy to have you and look forward to your pricing expertise. Lisa, thank you for
1: having me. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and with PPS, and I'm excited to share today's topic with our members.
0: Awesome. Do you want to give just a brief intro um, for those those of the listeners who don't know who you are? Absolutely. Thank you. So I'm Lydia DiDiello. Uh I
1: am the founder and CEO of Capital Pricing Consultants. I started the company back in 2015, but have been in the revenue and pricing space for more than 25 years. So I have been here my entire career. It's a space I love and am passionate about. And I've been fortunate to help companies that are privately held startups all the way up through Fortune 500s. So it's an exciting space to be in, and I look forward to, to sharing what I've learned along the way to help all of the members so that they don't make some of the mistakes I did coming up.
0: Awesome. And we certainly appreciate it, Lydia. So we'll just jump right into this awesome topic. What actually is CPQ? Tell us about it.
1: So CPQ stands for configure price, and quote. And you know, Lisa, it, it's a lot like fashion, that, that thing about cyclicality and everything old is new again at some point on a time horizon. So configure price quote was actually meant for manufacturers back in the 1970s. So we're talking literally 50 years ago. Um, and it was a, a way to track a manufactured part from the point where it was being configured and built all the way up through the time when it went out the door with a price. However, back then pricing, generally speaking, was not very sophisticated. Certainly wasn't looked at scientifically like we do today. And so that price represented generally a cost plus, or perhaps a, a, margin percentage, and that is all that it represented. So it was, it was a very basic price system. So that price piece was small, but configure. And quote, were the two heavy pieces back from a manufacturing standpoint Um, today, it has come to mean everything from a very basic system that just gives you visibility to what you have configured and quoted up through extremely complicated systems that allow you to see from the very front office, meaning first point of contact, all the way back through clear into inventory and production. So really a broad, broad area to cover.
0: Awesome. So what is the power of CPQ and why all the buzz, do you think?
1: So I see the buzz being generated now because of the sophistication of data and data integration in systems. Again, as we have looked at the timeline, even in the last 10 years, if we look at how much data we have today that we did not have access to a decade ago, 20 years ago, as the software companies have gotten more and more sophisticated in what they can provide us and the metrics that they can show us around that data, we are now requiring of of the software providers and of our, our companies and of our shareholders, very specific pieces of data on a continuous basis. And so knowing, for example, that you can know your plant is behind on a specific part before your customer actually comes in and orders it so that you preempt that whole problem of an angry customer three weeks into production because you're now going to be a month late is hugely valuable to any company and there's tremendous power in it. So understanding the power and the depth of that data, I believe is creating a tremendous amount of buzz and i think that just that comes from all angles regardless of where someone sits in an organization
0: understood so lydia is
1: there confusion around cpq there is tremendous confusion lisa um again because of how it's being represented in the marketplace so i like to talk about the little p and the big p relative to pricing because some cpq systems say oh we do pricing and what they mean is That they will take a number a value and they will translate that through your system so that it goes to the end customer on the quote document but we're not talking about the kind of pricing that involves customer segmentation that involves uh, optimization and pricing that involves whether uh, what region of the country or the kind of product or the loyalty of that customer. none of those dynamics but rather just a very simplistic mathematical model, if you will, that creates that price. So I call that the little p. And then there are software systems that offer very, very sophisticated pricing, which does take into account all the things I just mentioned, like optimization, customer segmentation, kinds of product, loyalty of the customer, region of the country, any criteria that someone could possibly want to add these pricing systems will accommodate, including the different modes of pricing, whether it's negotiated or contract or list or matrix. Many distributors use matrix pricing. And so um, I think what listeners want to be really careful of when they begin to look at CPQ systems is to ask the, the vendor to actually show them examples with their own data so that they can walk through and and conceptually understand on their own terms. Because I also feel that what adds to the confusion is when you're looking at somebody else's data, it's very hard when you see something one or two times to assimilate that into, and what exactly does this mean to me and my business? So really important to, to ask pointed questions, ask to see examples with their own data in it so they can begin to understand what's really involved. And just like price configure and quote, also have their own challenges relative to complexity. Um, what is complex for a chemical company, for example, in a, in a configuration could be literally thousands of components to create one chemical where for a manufacturing company, they feel they are very complicated at, let's say a hundred parts that go into an, an end product. So mm-hmm. order of magnitude can be very different and you want to make sure that the software will allow you as a company to grow and deal with your order of magnitude as you grow. Um, so that's something else for our listeners to make sure that they're watching for as they go through this. And then finally on the quote document, quotes mean different things to different people. For some people, a quote is okay. Here's it's Lydia's name as the customer and she wants 10 widgets. And they're going to be sold at $10 each. The total bill's a hundred dollars. And here's a brief description of the widget. And for other customers, they want a complete um, literal build out of four, com- for widget number one, we used eight parts of this and five parts of that and six parts of the other. So extremely, extremely detailed, common in process companies, common in chemical companies um, or industrial companies. Where that quote could be literally forty pages long, and that's for a a modest sized quote um extremes would be a hundred pages, and it is not always uh, um, relational between number of pages of the quote and the amount on that quote so a a quote of forty pages could be a hundred thousand dollar quote, and a quote of a hundred pages could actually be ten thousand dollars mm, so okay. Dimensions again for for folks to keep in mind as they begin to look at these CPQ systems.
0: Excellent. Um, and are there other organizational benefits, Lydia, to CPQ?
1: You know, Lisa, this is this kind of goes back to where we started our conversation relative to Buzz. Um, the organizational benefits include things like decreased quoting time, so you are faster to respond to your customer which also means your win rates are going to be higher because the person quickest to the market with the best answer wins the deal. And, and that continues to be proven out. Um, you get clear, more accurate metrics. Again, the granularity of what we can measure and how often we can measure it also then gives us guidance relative to, do I need to change my strategy or do I need to make an offering two weeks into the month rather than in, at the end of the quarter, when you see the totality of your numbers, so benefits of being able to make decisions quicker and more accurately, being able to really assess the impact of the front office on the back office, and by that what I mean is, when sales is out selling and you set a specific price, if you find that volume is starting to to accrue very very quickly, but you know in the back end. That your manufacturing is only capable of let's say 10,000 units in the month and you have already booked 8,000 and you're week one in the month, it's a good time to increase your price to slow that demand down. But you need to see the totality of that picture to make that decision and you can't do that if you aren't using a CPQ that is is very robust and that offers you all of that visibility.
0: I heard two running themes, Lydia, um, just as we've been chatting. I heard integrated data and powerful, clear information. So once a customer or a client has both of those things, what do they do next?
1: So the next thing that they do, and and you're absolutely right, Lisa, those are the two driving themes for NECPQ. They want to go around, and, and along with that clear, actionable data, They wanna go through their organization, most especially with the key stakeholders and ask what reports their key stakeholders are currently using, and what they like about those reports and what they don't, and actually get down to what pieces of data, what cells, data cells on that report are of value to your executive vice president of sales and to your um, CFO. Because when you ask those questions and you collect all of these reports, while it's tedious, it really will allow you to communicate to your vendor exactly what it is you want each person to be able to see. And I have found in working with clients that very often we go from, let's say 25 reports boiled down to five because there's duplication of effort that people don't know is going on in the organization because finance has theirs in a silo. Uh Sales has theirs in a silo, right? Customer service has another set. And the other thing that always comes up is While there's duplication, the baseline that the metric is based off of is often not exactly the same, which causes tremendous headaches at executive meetings because the head of sales says, hey, I've got 90% of my quota and finance says, no, you don't. You've got 85%. And then the fight becomes, or the discussion focuses around the 5% differential rather than, hey, folks, what we need to work on is do we have this business? Yes or no. (laughs) Right. So- you really can gain a lot of credibility in an organization by working with your stakeholders to to get all of those reports. Um, and then really you have a much more productive conversation with your software vendor because now you can say to them, Here's everything I want to see, and then I want to control it by log on so that sales sees this portion of it and finance sees that, you know, the whole thing, uh-huh. and the CEO can see anything he or she wants on demand.
0: Uh-huh. Excellent. Well, this is just a quick snippet for our listeners on CPQ. You can always connect with Lydia on LinkedIn. And Lydia, can you give us your Twitter handle?
1: I can. It's
0: at capital L and then Y-D-I-A
1: and then capital D-I-L-I-E-L-L-O at Lydia DeLiello.
0: Look for Lydia on her social platforms to get more information about configure, price, and quote. Lydia will also join us and share her expertise at the PPS Spring Virtual Conference May 4th through the 12th. Lydia's live workshop, Negotiation Skills for Pricers and Sales, will take place on Tuesday and Wednesday, May 4th and 5th. And this workshop is eligible for two CPP credits. Lydia, it's always great to see you and always great to talk to you. Thank you for joining us. And if you wanna reach Lydia um, by email, she is Lydia at CapitalPricingConsultants.com. Again, follow Lydia on Twitter at Lydia DeLiello and connect with her on LinkedIn, and for additional information about all of our upcoming events and other offerings, please visit the PPS website at pricingsociety.com We are dedicated to pricing training and education. Get social with PPS and subscribe to our blog, The Pricing Authority, and follow us on Twitter at Pricing Society. And don't forget to connect with us on the largest pricing LinkedIn group, the Professional Pricing Society. Join the pricing conversation and stay tuned for our monthly pricing podcast where other industry experts join us to share their best pricing practices. Lydia, thanks again, and we will talk to you soon. I look forward to it, Lisa. Thank you so much.